Try that with me. It's one sound. Echo after me. Spirits rising, spirits rising, like the sun, like the sun. Love within us, love within us, Holy One, Holy One. Spirits rising, spirits rising, joined in prayer, joined in prayer, prayer of healing, prayer of healing everywhere, every na 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 you sound beautiful. Good morning. It's great to see all of you on this rainy day. Uh, thanks for being here on this Martin Luther King Jr. weekend, a weekend of remembering the words of a man who changed our nation and remembering his dream and re-engaging with the hope that inspired that dream. A few things uh, this morning. There are cards in the pews if you are new with us and you'd like to connect in any way. You're welcome to do that. We hope that each of you feels at home this morning and uh, that this you sense a sense of God uh, between us and love within us uh, rising as we worship together. Anne is going to make just a brief announcement about the women's retreat. Sorry. <laughs> the button. There we go. Hello. Yes? Okay. So our Valley Presbyterian Women's Retreat is coming up March 1st through 3rd, and at this time we have booked all the rooms that we have um, put on hold. If you have not registered and are interested in still attending, I will put a wait list outside on the table outside today. And on Tuesday, Kathy will generously call to see if we're able to get any more rooms. Um, please put down a way that I can reach you this week so that I can either let you know and um, yes, you're in and we can get payment for that, or so sorry, they are also booked. But we hope more can, jo um, can join us, um, but uh, at this point we're full. 
So, great. Thank you. This last week, we cleaned out our library a little bit uh, as we're all buying books on Kindle and um, have different ways of accessing reading. Uh, there's just, we just had some that, space that we needed to free up. So we've put all of those books out here underneath the bulletin boards to your right. Please peruse them. There's lots of really, really wonderful books there. So there, I imagine, is something that you may be interested in there. Uh, you already got one, Ed? Okay, great. So as ahead of it, ahead of us all. Uh, so please uh, look at those and see if there's something you want. We'll try to put those out probably for this week and next week. This coming Saturday, uh, we will be having our music workshop here with our resident musician, Paul Vasile, uh, who you've already heard from this morning. And uh, he's going to continue to lead us in worship this morning. We're um, infusing worship music into our liturgy this morning, so please enjoy and, uh, and jump in as you uh, catch the tune. So welcome, Paul. The song that we just sang comes from the Hasidic tradition, and in the Hasidic tradition, people dance and sing wordless melodies to invoke the presence of spirit. So spirit is rising, amen? in our space. Let's stand together and let's sing together. Spirits rising, spirits rising, like the sun, like the sun, love within us, love within us, Holy One, Holy One. Spirits rising, spirits rising, joined in prayer, joined in prayer, prayer of healing, prayer of healing everywhere, every na 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 Let's put those two together. Na 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 one more time na 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 Dr. Martin Luther King believed the goal of his work was the creation of a beloved community in which every person would be equally valued. He said, the end is reconciliation. The end is redemption. The end is the creation of the beloved community. It is this type of spirit and this type of love that can transform opponents into friends. It is this type of understanding goodwill that will transform the deep gloom of old age into the exuberant gladness of the new age. It is this love which will bring about miracles in the hearts of men.
On this weekend, we remember his life and we remember his dream. We recognize that the beloved community feels far off, but that we gather in worship to ground ourselves in the love of God, which gives us the hope, strength, and wisdom we need to continue to reach to see the beloved community become a reality. So please stand and let us sing of this community by singing Community of Christ. The words and music are in your bulletin. We'll sing the first three verses. Please be seated. I'd like to invite our children up for a time with Bobby on the steps. And I'm going to light our Christ candle to remind us of the center of our community. something that you have and we have something that everybody in this room has I'll give you a hint mm -hmm, what is it what is it it's a birthday everybody has a birthday everybody in the whole world has a birthday there was a birthday that we celebrated not too long ago. It was Jesus' birthday. Jesus is now in heaven making a place for us, all who believe in him. And I can hardly wait to go. 
Um, so most people celebrate their birthdays with their father and their mother and their brothers and sisters and their family. But some people that are already not living on earth, we still celebrate their birthday. And I wonder why. Do you, have, do you know why we do it? Because they did something special. And so, Angie's going to hold up a picture so that you can see. And this guy did something very special. And what do you, th uh, and we celebrate his birthday. We celebrate it in January every year. And tomorrow is his birthday. Do you know who he is? Yes, Martin Luther King. Show the audience and they can help us. <laughs> yes, they know what Martin Luther King looks like. Okay, and, um, tomorrow, this birthday, is the special thing that he did. And do you know what it was? Yeah, I think you do, but I'm going to tell you anyway. <laughs> Uh, when Dr. King was alive, because he had a different color than we have in his face. Look at, Angie, would you show him? Show them the different color? Yeah, he has a different color than we do. But he has the same kind of blood running through his veins. It's red, just like yours. If you prick your finger, you'll see you have red blood. And everybody has that kind of uh, color. But on the outside, we're not all the same color. And because he was the color that he is, his people with his color did not get to go to the schools that we went to. They didn't get to go to the restaurants and sit with people except the color they were. They didn't even get to go to the bathrooms that we got to go to. They had to go to separate ones. And they couldn't even sit on a bus in the front. They had to always sit in the back. Their mothers and daddies worked, but they didn't get paid the same amount of money that other mothers and daddies worked and got paid. This was not right. This makes us very sad. Well, it certainly made Martin Luther King Jr. sad. He was very sad about these rules because he was a different color. So he talked about it. And great crowds of people came to hear him talk. And he says, this is not right. These rules are not right. We're not going to let this happen to us. And the police were really mad about it because the great crowds of people were walking the streets and saying, we don't like these rules because we are a different color. We want the same rules as the other people. And so they hit them with sticks. And Martin Luther King says, don't hit back. Let this be a peaceful time. 
So many marches, many speeches, many years went by. But finally, everybody realized, hey, this isn't right. We want the same rules for the people of that color that we have. And they said, yes, we want color, we want a different rules too. We want the same rules as you have. And so new laws were made. And so do you think that what he did was a good for us? Was good for the whole United States? Yes. So let's give three cheers for Martin Luther King. Let's on one, two, three, we'll say yay, Dr. King, okay? Can you do that? Well, if you can't do it, maybe the audience will help us. Okay, one, two, three. Yay, Dr. King! Yay, Dr. King! Yay, Dr. King! All right, now then, um, I have something else to say. Angie's going to give you a picture of Dr. King uh, in a little while. But first, we're going to pray. So stay around for your picture, okay? Okay, so repeat after me. Let's see. I've written us a prayer. I've got to find it. Um, so... Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for giving Martin Luther King Jr., for giving Martin Luther King Jr. the courage to speak out, the courage to speak out against what was wrong, what was wrong. Thank you, God, for Jesus. Thank you, God, for Jesus, who forgave us when we do, when what we do is wrong, when what we do is wrong, amen. Okay, Angie's going to give you.
tears falling down like rain to the ground will water seeds of change. Kyrie, 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 Kyrie. Hear this prayer of confession written by Dr. King. Thou eternal God, out of whose absolute power and infinite intelligence the whole universe has come into being, we humbly confess that we have not loved thee with our hearts, souls, and minds. We have not loved our neighbors as Christ loved us. We have all too often lived by our own selfish impulses rather than by the life of sacrificial love as revealed by Christ. We often give in order to receive. We love our friends and hate our enemies. We go the first mile but dare not travel the second. We forgive but dare not forget. I invite you to take a moment to silently name the individual struggles of your heart and life and mind and soul this morning. tears falling down like rain to the ground will water seeds of change Kyrie 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 tears, friends, our tears falling down like rain to the ground. 
And so, as we look within ourselves, we are confronted with the appalling fact that the history of our lives is the history of an eternal revolt against you. And now I invite you to name out loud the systemic struggles of our world, the places where we fail to model the love of God as societies and communities. White privilege. Sexism. Sing again, Frank, like tears. Heart tears falling down. Falling down like rain to the ground. Will water seeds of change? Kyrie, 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 Kyrie. But thou, O God, have mercy upon us. Forgive us for what we could have been but failed to be. Give us the intelligence to know your will. Give us the courage to do your will. Give us the devotion to love your will. In the name and spirit of Jesus, we pray. Our tears falling down like rain to the ground. to sow in tears reap with shouts of joy. May those who go out weeping, bearing the seed for sowing, they may they come home with shouts of joy, carrying their sheaves. We have hope. 
Change is coming. Something new is growing. Confession and repentance, our tears, offer a space from which to begin again. And free from the inevitability of what has been, we begin to see what is, what will be with fresh eyes. Change is surely coming. Something new is on the way. Another world, another world is not just possible. She's on her way. Another world, another world is not just possible. She's on her way. And I can see her coming, and I can hear her singing, and I can see her coming, and I can hear her singing. It's not just possible, she's on her way. It's not just possible, she's on her way. And I can see her coming, and I can hear her singing. It's not just possible. She's on her way, and I, and I can see her coming, and I can hear her singing. It's not just possible, she's on her way. Friends, on this weekend, even of the Women's March, friends, as we remember that time and also live into the hope of a world to come, will you stand and will you join me in this word of assurance, this song of assurance, another world is not only possible, she is on her way, amen? Another world, another world is not just possible. She's on her way. Another world, another world, another world is not just possible. She's on, and I can see, and I can see her coming, and I can hear her singing. It's not just possible. She's on her way. She's on. And I can see. And I can see her coming. And I can hear her singing. It's not just possible. She's on her way. As we pass the peace, will you look at someone else and will you say, another world is not only possible. She, he, they are on their way. Amen? Let's one more time. Another world. Another world is not just possible. She's on her way. Pass the peace together. Another world, another world is not just possible. She's on her way. And I can see, and I can see her coming, and I can hear her singing. It's not just possible. She's on her, and I can see, and I can hear her coming, and I can hear her singing. It's not just possible. She's on her way. Another world, church. Another world, and another world. It's not just possible. She's on her way. Another world. Another world. Another world is not just possible. She's on her way. And I can see, and I can see her coming, 
and I can hear her singing. It's not just possible. She's on and I can see, and I can see her coming, and I can hear her singing. It's not just possible. She's on her one more time together. Harmony, another world. Another world is not just possible. She's on, she's on her way. Another world, another world, another world is not just possible. She's on and I can see, and I can see her coming, and I can hear her singing. It's not just possible. She's on and I can see, and I can see her coming, and I can hear her singing. It's not just possible. She's, She's on, on her way. way. Amen. Today's reading is from Amos, chapter 5, verses 18 through 15 and 22 through 24, if you want to follow along in your Bible. The one who made the Pleiades and Orion and turns deep darkness into morning and darkens the day into night, who calls for the waters of the sea and pours them out on the surface of the earth, the Lord is his name, who makes destruction flash out against the strong so that destruction comes upon the fortress. They hate the one who reproves in the gate and they abhor the one who speaks the truth. Therefore, because you trample on the poor and take from them levies of grain, you who have built houses of hewn stone, but you shall not live in them. You have planted pleasant vineyards, but you shall not drink their wine. For I know how many of you are trans are for how know how many are your transgressions and how great are your sins. You who afflict the righteous, who take a bribe and push aside the needy in the gate. Therefore, the prudent will keep silent in such a time, for it is an evil time. Seek good and not evil, that you may live. And so the Lord, the God of hosts, will be with you, just as you have said, hate evil and love good and establish justice in the gate. It may be that the Lord, the God of hosts, will be gracious to the remnant of Joseph. Even though you offer me your burnt offerings and grain offerings, I will not accept them. And the offerings of well-being of your fatted animals, I will not look upon them. Take away from me the noise of your songs I will not listen to the melody of your harps, but let justice roll down like waters and righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. Not exactly sure where that's coming from. Hmm? It's the organ, maybe? No? Okay, well, here we go. <laughs> I'll just keep, I'll just start talking. Here we go. 
Let justice roll down like an ever-living stream. These words were spoken by Dr. Martin Luther King on August 28, 1963, in his I Have a Dream speech, the most famous speech that he gave, the one we are all so familiar with. He said it this way, we cannot walk alone, and as we walk, we must make the pledge that we shall always march ahead. We cannot turn back. There are those of us who are asking the devotees of civil rights, when will you be satisfied? We can never be satisfied as long as the Negro is the victim of the unspeakable horrors of police brutality. We can never be satisfied as long as our bodies, heavy with the fatigue of travel, cannot gain lodging in the motels of the highways and the hotels of the city. We cannot be satisfied as long as our children are stripped of their selfhood and robbed of their dignity by signs saying, for whites only. We cannot be satisfied so long as the Negro in Mississippi cannot vote and the Negro in New York believes he has nothing for which to vote. No. No, we are not satisfied and will not be satisfied until justice rolls down like water and righteousness like a mighty stream. Amos, they think, was probably the earliest prophet where our reading comes from today. Amos was largely ignored uh, by the church and by theologians until really the 19th and 20th century. And when you think about the progress of our history and the way that we have evolved as a society, it was in the 19th and 20th century that we began to realize that it wasn't just the Lord's and those that were ruling that we should be concerned about, we began to hear the voices from underneath, the places where there was no privilege. And, and as those voices began to come into the consciousness of society, the words of Amos began to ring very true. Indeed, justice for everyone is what we are called to. As Dr. King says, we, we pull one string and we see that we are all connected. And if we're not living in that interconnected reality, we're not living in the presence and love of God. Fifty, over 50 years later, the words of Dr. King sound so melodic and beautiful. They're familiar to us. They roll easily off of our tongues now. And yet, it wasn't so when they were first spoken. In fact, they hit very close to home for respectable, lovely people, such as ourselves. And so today, I think the call is, all of these years later, to ask ourselves, who are the prophets today? Or do I feel a little uncomfortable sometimes and have to wrestle with my own sense of privilege in the world or the, the ways that I want to wrap up and leave the civil rights history 50 years ago and think that chapter is closed? And yet where may the invitations be in my day-to-day -day life 
to listen to different voices. To hear the voices of the oppressed. To consider the words of Amos about where the scales are not equal. About where we don't consider the whole of humanity in our decisions. This was really brought home to me three years ago this week when I was privileged to spend a full week on Robben Island where Nelson Mandela was imprisoned for 18 years. And uh, there's the maximum security prison where Dr. Mandela was, was imprisoned, and then there's a minimum security prison where a group of us, pastors and uh, activists and spiritual leaders, spent an entire week living in this minimum security prison. We had full access to the island, and uh, as I've probably said before, uh, my fa one of my favorite parts was the penguins that populated the island. And if you've never heard a penguin sound, please go home and Google it, because it's the best thing ever. It sounds like pigs, actually. Um, so we could walk all around the island, walk uh, near Dr. Uh, Nelson Mandela's cell, and, um, and it was a wonderful week. But, but what I realized is how much we like to tie up things in the past and say, great, we did that, mission accomplished. And indeed, Dr. King did so much. Indeed, Nelson Mandela helped end apartheid. But in reality, just this morning when I checked Google, the unemployment rate in South Africa is 27.2%. And as you drive around the country, you see that people are still divided by the color of their skin depending on where they live not the same, it's changed, but there's still so much work to do. And it is a function of our privilege that allows us to look back and say, great, check that box, we did it. And instead, the invitation of this scripture, and I think the invitation that Dr. King would invite us to today, is to stay in the conversation, to continue to listen, to continue to let ourselves be a little uncomfortable sometimes to consider where we are called. That's a really hard place to stay. And how do we hold the problems of today without falling into despair or falling into ignorance? How do we stay in that middle space of, of holding the injustice and yet holding hope? at the same time. That's what I think is the, the space that we're called to enter here on Sunday mornings in worship. That's the invitation of every day in our, our personal lives of, of prayer. That's the invitation in the practices of our faith to, to make connections and deepen our relationships with others and listen to their voices, particularly those who come from a different place than we do. This is one of the reasons why I stay connected uh, to my friends in Africa, because I hear a different story and I'm reminded of a different reality that makes me uncomfortable a lot, and yet calls me to open up and to stay in that place of hope and engagement. 
So in the next few minutes, we're going to learn another new song, familiar tune, new lyrics, written by John Bell. And we're invited to follow Jesus in the multitude of emotions that he expressed, in the multitude of ways that he engaged with the world. And in fact, when we can stay in this space of not falling into despair and not falling into completely ignoring the other side, when we can stay in this space of hope, there's a full range of emotions that are in that space and a full range of ways that we act and, and engage there. And so we'll be exploring that in this song, and I invite Paul to come and lead us. Maybe you're waiting. Maybe you're angry. Maybe you have a gift of healing. Maybe you're dancing. All of those are options, friends, as we do this work, this prophetic work of staying in this game. And I invite you to stand together. Let's hear our voices as we sing together. Jesus Christ is waiting, waiting in the streets. Where one is his neighbor, all alone he eats. Listen, Lord Jesus, I am lonely too. Make me friend or stranger, fit to wait. Maybe you feel the energy of the march, friends, raging, raging in the streets. Feel that in your feet. Where injustice spirals and real hope retreats. Listen, Lord Jesus, I am angry too. In the kingdom's causes, let me rage with you. Now, sweetly, Jesus Christ is healing, healing in the streets, curing those who suffer, touching those he greets. Listen, Lord Jesus, I have passion too. Let my care be active, healing just. And maybe you feel a move back and forth. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is dancing, dancing in the streets. Where each sign of hatred he with love defeats. Listen, Lord Jesus, we should triumph too. On suspicion's graveyard, let us dance with you. Please be seated. James asks us, what good is it, my brothers and sisters, if you say you have faith but do not have works? Can faith save you? 
If a brother or sister is naked and lacks daily food, and one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm and eat your fill, and yet you do not supply their bodily needs, what is the good of that? So faith by itself, has no work, if it has no works, is dead. But someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith apart from your works, and I, by my works, will show you my faith. For just as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is also dead. I'd like to invite our ushers to come and receive this morning's offering.
Let's begin that work by offering the prayer that Jesus taught us. Praying, our Father, who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Friends, thank you for the privilege of the time we're sharing of making music. And we're doing something different, and we're, we're trying some things. And thank you for the grace and the generosity of our learning together today. One more thing to do before we go. Echo after me. Till all the jails are empty and all the bellies filled. Try that. Till all the jails are empty and all the bellies now listen till no one hurts or steals or lies and no more blood is spilled till no one hurts or heals or lies and no more blood is spilled god has work for us to do God has work for us to do. Try that. God has work for us to do. God has work for us to do. Till God's will is done and all things are made new. Till God's will is done and all things are made new. God has work for us work for us to do. God has work for us, work for us to do. Let's stand together and let's sing, friends, verse one, till all the jails are empty and all the bellies filled. Then we're going to call out what we're called to do. Amen? Till all the jails are empty and all the bellies and all the bellies fill. Till no one hurts or steals or lies and no more blood is spilled. God has work for us to do. Sing it out. God has work for us to do till God's will is done and all things are made new. God has work for us, work for us to do. Friends, you go into your week. What is God calling you to do this week? What is your call? What is the work God has called you to? Call it out, friends. Is there anything in your heart to share with the world this week? Yes. Call them out. Be kind. Love. Amen. Friends, let's sing verse 2 together. Till age and race and gender. Till age and race and gender no longer separate. Till pulpit, press, and politics are free of greed and hate. God, God 
God has work for us to do. God has work for us to do till all things are done and all things are made new. God has work for us, work for us to do. Let's sing the last verse together, friends, by praying. By praying through our doing and And now to God, who by the power at work within us can do far more and exceedingly beyond anything that we can ask or imagine. To God be the glory in Christ Jesus and in the church. Amen.